KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Hey, it's Matt Leon. The University of the Sciences women's basketball team is headed to the Division II NCAA tournament. Devils champions of the Central Atlantic Collegiate Conference, and they will bring a 23-4 record into a first-round matchup with Lemoyne on Friday in Manchester, New Hampshire. Now, this season has been played under really tough circumstances for Sciences because this is actually the program's last season. University of the Sciences will be merging with St. Joseph's University, and that means the Sciences athletic programs will be eliminated. So this run, extra special and extra emotional for this group. And I had the chance to talk with head coach Jackie Hartzell about this season and her squad. First of all, Jackie, congratulations. It's been quite a 48 hours or so for you and the program. You run the table in the conference tournament, win the CACC title, then you see the NCAA tournament field unveiled. What's the feel been like around the group? It's just been really exciting for everyone. You know, obviously this has been a tough year for our team, uh, knowing that it's our last season. I think from the beginning, we've wanted to go out on a positive note and win the conference. You know, it's one thing to to have that as a goal, but then when you actually accomplish that, it's just, it's, it's really at this point, it's surreal that that it ended, you know, the way that it did in, in winning a conference championship. To the point of this being the last year of the program, take me back to October, like when you're coming into this season and you're coming off a COVID year, how did you approach it? What were your expectations how much did you just kind of not know what you were going to get? I mean, you know, you got good kids and you know, they're going to be engaged, but there's a lot of factors working here. So what were your expectations heading into the season? Well, like you said, with, with the COVID year, you know, having not played for a full season and then we lost four starters from the team before that. So, you know, we weren't return. We were returning some experience, but not a ton of experience. So in terms of, expectations. I mean, I, I really didn't know what to expect. I I didn't know how our team was going to react to the fact that it was our last year, but in terms of the approach, we just approached it like any other season, you know, we challenged our players. We didn't take it easy on them and we didn't lower our expectations. We didn't want to, you know, just say, Oh, let's just end by just having a year where we just have fun or the teams in the past for, you know, in the program have set the bar pretty high. So we, our goal was to was to win the championship, but I I wasn't sure coming in, you know, October, would we have enough to do it? But I think, you know, throughout the season, you know, we had different players step up and then as a team, we just really stepped it up uh, defensively. So that kind of became our identity and it's what we did really well um, the last couple of weeks of the season. You had everybody in the conference tournament to under 50. Are you playing and I know coaches never like to say that you're always looking to improve, but are you pretty much playing as optimum defense right now as you can? Are you pretty much as about as high a level as possible? I think so. I'm, but, but we have to because scoring, if, if anyone has seen us play, it does not come easy to us at all. You know, it's a grind on every possession for us to get points. So I think our players, you know, they recognize that and, and they know that, you know, we have to play good team defense. They also are, you know, very smart. So they're able to execute a game plan or a scouting report. And they just, they've just really bought in, especially on the defensive end. Was there a game practice, bus ride, anything this year 
where it kind of crystallized what you had in this group when it, you really felt like it, they found themselves and found their pace and found who they are? I don't know if there's one particular game. I can tell you that in probably mid-January was when I didn't know if we had it at all. That may have been like rock bottom for our team, but we kind of just put a couple of wins together and kept working and kept getting better. And I guess, you know, the last week of the regular season, I guess when it was at, at Jefferson, I kind of felt then like, okay, maybe, maybe we do have enough, but you know, it, it's like I said, when, when you don't score easily, every, every game is a challenge. And I felt that all season that, you know, there's a lot of good teams in our conference and you have to bring it every day. So luckily for the most part, we were able to do that down the stretch. We talked about this being the last season for the program and it's such an odd situation to be under, but does it kind of glass half full in the moment? You're basically coaching a team of seniors, a team that I'm imagining approaching this like any senior class would. And I imagine that goes a long way from a passion standpoint an emotion standpoint and accountability standpoint that you really couldn't have up and down the roster in any other situation. Am I crazy or, or am I close there? No, you're definitely close. Um, I think our first scrimmage this year, we came out and played with so much emotion with almost like a sense of desperation, but that's hard to do in every single game. You know, it, it's hard to play like that for even 40 minutes in one game. And I think we kind of got that sense of desperation back down the stretch, especially in the playoffs. To the point of the current players, you've dropped a couple of names here, and I got the chance to speak with Jess Huber a couple of weeks ago, who had kind of your offensive performance of the season when she scored 45 in a win. But who are some of the kids that have made this happen on the court, people that haven't been able to watch you play? Who are some names they need to remember? Shannon May is the heart and soul of our team. She's five foot four. I think she had nine rebounds in the championship game. She literally defends all five players on the other team. And she's, she's just so tough. So we go as Shannon goes, you mentioned Jess, you know, in terms of like offensively, we've had different players step up in just about every game. Like we've had big games from a lot of different players. I mean, I don't want to miss anyone, but Kendall Keys uh, was 13 all conference, Taylor Ham, Harlem Jennings, Isla Brennan was recognized um, on the all tournament team. Jules Gora, Anna McTamney uh, has had a couple of big games for us. So I think, you know, the best thing about our team is that everyone tries to, you know, do what they can to take Jess out of the game, but we've been able to have a different player step up and it's not always the same player. So let's talk about the tournament. You get LeMoyne in the first round on Friday, neutral court at Southern New Hampshire. As we're talking, the matchup's only been unveiled for about 12, 14 hours, but everybody's great this time of year. But what do you know about them specifically? What are they going to bring to the table? Uh, LeMoyne's tough. They're one of the best rebounding teams in the country. You know, I know they play a lot of zone. They're well coached. Uh, we haven't, we played them two or three years ago, but we haven't played them since. So there's, you know, we're, we're not too familiar with their players uh, from a personnel standpoint, but this time of year, any team you're playing is a very good team and you're going to have to 
you know, bring your A game if you're going to have a chance to win. Biggest keys to success for you? I mean, obviously it starts defensively, but past that, what are some things you're going to have to do to, to have success, not just Friday, but if you're able to put a run together? It always, you know, starts with defense for our team. You know, we have to also make sure when, you know, we rebound the ball and limit the other teams to one shot. And then offensively, you know, it comes down to making shots as it pretty much does for, for any team. So, you know, the nice thing is we've had different people step up. So, you know, I just think we have to be prepared and, you know, play with that sense of urgency, that sense of desperation, and then go in and see what happens. And my final question, we talked about this year and kind of how the group has approached it, but you have done such a tremendous job as the head coach of this program and, you know, not just good, like elite level at a place where I'm sure it is not easy because of the high academic standards to be able to fill a roster with kids that can play. How has this year been for you? I would imagine on one hand, it is incredibly sad and frustrating because you know, it's the other, but on the other hand, incredibly rewarding and fun because every game probably to the point we talked about having a group of that's basically seniors, every game's kind of all in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been bittersweet looking back on the, on the past nine years, you know, I've done a lot of looking back on that over, you know, especially the past few weeks. And I'm just so incredibly grateful, you know, Paul Clematis as the athletic director, you know, nine years ago gave me an opportunity as a high school coach. And, you know, if it weren't for him, I, I wouldn't be in this situation, but I am so grateful to have coached just, you know, great players, but incredible kids. Um, I've had great assistant coaches. I mean, Jim Ritchie is as loyal as they come, been with me for eight of the nine years. And he's a big reason, you know, why we've been able to be successful. And then to have alumni come back on the coaching staff, it's been, it's been incredible. You know, it's, you can't win without good players. And we've been really, really fortunate to get great players who are interested in, you know, the health science field and, you know, they've committed to winning and check their egos at the door. And, you know, they just, it was all about the team. And I mean, it, it's been just so much fun as, you know, as sad as I am to see it come to an end. I I'm just, I'm really, I'm grateful to, to even have had this opportunity. That will do it for this bonus episode of one-on-one. -on -one. Many thanks to Jackie Hartzell for taking the time to talk. You can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one -on -one pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening.